Last week, I talked about indigenous people and what it means to be in the world and not of it. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 80. Today's topic is humility. It is defined as a modest view of oneself or freedom from pride or arrogance. Some synonyms for humility are meekness, humbleness, lowliness, modesty, demureness, quietness, directness, down-to-earthness. And some antonyms for the word humility are arrogance, assertiveness, egoism, pretentiousness, pride, self-importance, and haughty. So why should we be humble? I'm going to give you my top five reasons. Number one, humility is a biblical mandate. Some scriptures that support this are, he has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Number two, humility is one way to access God's favor. Some scriptures that support this are, the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. God gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. With the humble is wisdom. Okay. Number three, a lack of humility invites God's judgment. Some scriptures that support this are, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Before destruction, a man's heart is haughty. God opposes the proud. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. Okay, number four, humility is a key ingredient in living cooperatively with others on earth. And some scriptures that support this are, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. And my final one, number five, is humility is necessary for living a life of service. You know, being humble and living a life of humility is really living a life of service. Serving God first and then mankind with the gifts, the skills, the knowledge, and the purpose you have been given by God. Humility is a byproduct, really, of service. It's hard to serve and be arrogant at the same time because serving others is never about you. It is always about what you can do for or have to offer someone else. There's a quote attributed to Shirley Chisholm, 
and it says, service is the rent we pay for the privilege of living on this earth. I completely agree with this quote, but I would add that humility is the house that service lives in. You can't have one without the other because they need each other and work synergistically together. By the way, if you want to know more about what a life of service looks like, check out episodes 40 and 41, where I interview a poet laureate named Jillian Hainsworth and a missionary named Sue Christie about how to practically live a life that serves others. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. gives a great picture of a life of service and of humility in his quote that says, use me, God, show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do, and use it for a purpose greater than myself. So I'm gonna answer the question today, how do you know if you are humble? For one, others will notice and they'll sometimes tell you. Second and most importantly, you are practicing the scriptures I mentioned above, especially the scripture that says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. You can be sure you are not practicing humility if you're arrogant, or if you think or behave as if you're more important than or know more than other people. Because the Bible is clear that we are to esteem others higher than ourselves. So if you're talking about it all the time, overthinking it or going around calling yourself humble, you are probably not practicing it, but rather wanting to appear humble more than wanting to be humble. You know, there's a scripture that said a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Uh, C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity said a humble person will not be what most people call humble nowadays. He will not be a smarmy person uh, who is always telling you that he is nobody. He will not be thinking about humility. He will not be thinking about himself at all. I wrote about this topic in my journal a few years ago, and I'll just share a little bit of it with you. Uh, and it says, the Holy Trinity in the Bible is not me, myself, and I. It is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Do not allow yourself to become the focal point of your life or your faith. Do not elevate yourself above others. There are no superstars in the kingdom of God, only sons and daughters. Guard your heart and your mind, because pride always goes before a fall. Be humble and give God all the glory. Because what we want to avoid in our quest to be humble is what I call the danger zone of false humility. You may fool men, but God who knows and sees the heart will detect your fakery and your disguised pridefulness. So be humble, but do it with a pure heart and a pure intention. I want to answer the question also today of how do you remain humble throughout your life? You do it with a proper perspective of the bigger picture, that God is still God without us. But the reverse simply isn't true. There's a scripture that says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. There's another scripture that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the streams and the rivers. 
Another scripture, for every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle on a thousand hills, I know every bird of the mountains and every thing that moves in the field is mine. So you simply remember that without God, you are as an old rap song says, just a squirrel trying to get a nut. And by remembering where you came from and how you got where you are, and by recalling those but God moments I talked about in episode 76, where you wouldn't have made it through had God not intervened in your situation. You know, I heard someone say, the lower you are, the shorter the fall. It is so important that we take the initiative to humble ourselves to avoid God doing it for us. That is why we're told to crucify our flesh daily in the word of God, because it keeps us humble and able to receive from God. You know, I read a quote that said something like, if you don't deal with your flesh or your need to be seen, known, important privately, God will deal with it publicly and none of us want that to happen. C.H. Spurgeon says, every Christian has a choice between being humble and being humbled. So stay humble, live low, so you can stay on God's radar and receive all the blessings that come with humility. You don't have to be in a broken or an undignified state to be humble. You just have to not think too highly of yourself. As a quote says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, is thinking of yourself less. The biggest hindrance to humility is pride. So kill pride whenever it rears its ugly head in your life and do it right away. Don't let it, you know, plant seed and take root in your life. As a quote says, God can't fill you when you are full of yourself. If you find yourself at a crossroad and you're wondering if pride is at work in your life, consider this quote to help you discern the difference. Pride wants to know who is right. Humility wants to know what is right. I encourage you today to do what is right. Humble yourself and let God, who is able to keep you from falling, exalt you. The Bible says better is one day in his court than a thousand elsewhere, and his favor lasts a lifetime. The last quote I want to share is one that I think sums up humility pretty well, and that is, as you get older, you'll realize that a $300 watch and a $30 watch both tell the same time. A Michael Kors wallet and a Forever 21 wallet hold the same amount of money. A $300,000 house and a $100,000 house host the same loneliness. A Ford will also drive you as far as a Bentley. True happiness is not found in materialistic things. It comes from the love and the laughter found with each other. Stay humble. The holes dug for us in the ground are all the same size. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Bye for now.